the Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Can I, can I just tell you that I tweeted this out last night? Days of Thunder would be a great movie without Nicole Kidman. Yeah. You ruined that whole movie. Stupid, bad acting. Would you would you replace her with somebody or just remove her from the movie? Eliminate it. Yeah. I don't need a love story in every goddamn movie, man. I don't need it. Right. I, didn't, I didn't need it in Top Gun either. You know? Yeah. It's just it, make a movie about what's going on. Uh, real quick, you were playing little uh, Mick Jagger there. You know, today is his birthday. Of course I did. I brought him a gift. How old? 70 years old today. One, 76. Oh, man. Yeah, 76. That's too old, That's too old to be doing it Out anymore. there touring. Mm. He's just going to die. He's going to die one day. He's going to die like in the next 15 years. Oh, I would say he's going to die in the next five years. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I just assume drugs and stuff. No, and drugs that'll catch him up to him. <laughs> oh. That's Keith Richard just completely <laughs> I- I- embalmed already. Yeah. Please go get uh, Kevin Brennan and bring him in the studio. I think I think Keith Richards has had so much drugs in him over the years that his body doesn't know what to do. You know, everything I hear from people that know Keith Re- Keith Richards is he's super smart, which really? is so funny to think about him just you know, old I pirate. Think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you can be super smart. Like a lot of stoners I know in college were always just smart kids in college. Yeah. But um, if you're that messed up on drugs and you're always looking like a fool in public. Right. It doesn't know. seem like it. Uh, Kevin Brennan is making his way in here uh, in the studio. Let me see this guy. There he is. That's not him. <laughs> there he is. I was like, wow, he got a lot bigger. What are you doing up here so early? Oh, sit here so I can stare into your beautiful eyes. Uh, <laughs> what's up, buddy? How you doing? Is it, good. Um, yeah, so what do you want? Did everybody quit at the club? Did they, you want to get up and drive over here? Oh, man. How you doing? Me? Or, yeah, yeah. Or I forget, I'm done with him now. No, I'm doing good. Your dad was really on the flight I was on? I would imagine so. You were in Newark? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, when you te- my dad texted me earlier and said um, my flight got delayed till 1.29 in the morning, and then you texted me and said I'm not getting into 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, it's got to yeah. be the same flight. Yeah, I almost, I, when I got on the plane, I was going to be like, my cult is dad. I bet you, <laughs> I'm going to point him out right now. My, my dad's wife broke her ankle in Italy. And she was on the flight with a broken leg, so you might have. I did. See, there you go. <laughs> no, because when we got it, she had, like, crutches yeah, or, yeah. or two canes or something. I, know, I haven't seen them, but I assume she had crutches. So that's funny because even when we landed, they – listen, I don't want to say anything bad about your family. But, Take your uh, time. Do, do it all. I'm, I'm, I'll... So even when we landed, it was, like, one uh, thirty in the morning. We're supposed to land at 9.30. Yeah. It was one thirty in the morning, and there was a back up getting off the plane. So I'm like, we can't even get off the plane. <laughs> they didn't wait until everybody else got no. off? No. Oh, and I was like, what's going on? And I see somebody, like, hobbling along. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, they couldn't wait. Right. That's rude. I don't so I, I kind of blame the airline. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know, you guys can't, you can't even, like, disem, what do you call it when you get? Bark. Disembark. Disem- yeah, you can't even disembark properly. Right. Because <laughs> they kept saying, like, the plane was, like, had mechanical issues. And I was like, oh, you guys can't do anything right. They're in Italy. For 10 days or whatever, yeah. day four, she falls and breaks her ankle. They have to come home. The only flight they can get has a four-hour layover in Newark, and then when they get there, they add an additional four hours. To oh, the so they were oh. coming from right Italy. from Italy? Yeah. Oh, they must have been. I was oh. miserable. So they didn't even care if they were holding everybody up because no. they're like, we're miserable anyway. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. exactly. We're taking everybody down with us. Exactly. So, uh, so that's why I was like, no sense in you coming in here. On Thursday, for no reason. We'll no, I appreciate it. Yeah. So let, let's talk about this. The so last time you were here yeah. was with Louie. Yeah. Those shows go good for you? I thought they were great. There were no protesters or anything like no, that? No, 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 nothing. No. And, and no, they, but they were very, you know, Louie's like very, Louie's an idiot. Listen, <laughs> when he was, uh, I, wor- I worked with him in Nashville, yeah. and uh, he goes, uh, uh, he dropped us off. He he always rents a car, and he always drives fast. Right. You know? He'll, like, speed. Just, it, like, he's not, like, if he gets pulled over, they'll be like, hey, you're Louis C.K. He's like, ah. <laughs> but, uh, so. Uh, he, uh, can I draw on a side note? I was yeah. driving, and I got pulled over with Jim Norton, Robert Kelly, and uh, and uh, Big Kenny in the car. Yeah. Pop didn't care about anybody that was in the car. Number one radio guy in the town. Never heard of me. Really? Jimmy, Jim Norton's like, how about Robert Kelly? Ever hear Robert Kelly? No. Jim nope. Norton, nothing. All four of us. Wow. Out. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like, uh, uh, so he dropped us off in Nashville. We, we The last time I saw him was in Nashville, and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, it's a nice hotel. He was staying at a different hotel. He goes, it's a nice hotel. Maybe I'll get a room here. 
I go, are you going to cancel the other one? He goes, no, I like that. He goes, when I was in uh, Minnesota last week, I had five rooms. <laughs> Why? Because he's crazy an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, in different hotels? Yeah, he had five because uh, I, I asked his assistant. I told his assistant the story. He goes, yeah, last week she wasn't with him. She was like in uh, Europe or whatever. And so in Minnesota, he got a different room for every night. And I'm like, this is mental. <laughs> yeah. He's mental. You, are you friends with him, would you say? Yeah, but it was like uh, we became more friendly. We were always friendly, but then after the uh, – when he got into trouble, um, I uh, I text because I was on Norton's show right. one time. And somebody asked Norton, have you spoke, spoke to Louie yet? And he's like, no. And this is probably like a couple months after it happened. So I was like, I go, that's probably that's pretty weird because Norton was on his on his uh, HBO show. Oh yeah, they were tight. Yeah, so I texted Louie. I said, Hey, I'm just texting you. So when I eventually see it, I don't I don't have to say I was going to text you. You know. <laughs> so then, yeah, and so, how did you respond? So to that? Uh, as, of course, a day later, yeah. he responds, uh, um, Hey, good to hear from you. So then he invited me to a Super Bowl party. This is probably like in January. Then then it was when the Eagles were playing the Patriots. Right. And he knows I'm from Philadelphia. So he, he invited me to a Super Bowl party. So, you know, my kids knew the Eagles. Like, you know, they were kind of the Eagles fans at that point. So I said, can I – he texted me, like, out of the blue. I said, well, can I bring my my kids? And then he ghosted me. Oh, that's a no. That's a no. That's a no. Yeah. So then I text him back. I go, oh, yeah, I get it. You know, you don't want the kids there. He goes, yeah, I just my, I just got rid of my kids. You know, not forever, but, for, you know, they were here for a week or whatever. So he goes, I'd rather not have kids. So I said, well, let me talk to my wife. So then my wife's like, you know, my wife is a big fan of Louis' show. Right. His FX show. So she wanted to go, and I kind of wanted to go to see where he's living and whatever. And, uh... So then uh, I was like, ah, I don't know. So then, uh, like, it was right before halftime, uh, I texted him. Because at that point, my kids were tired. So they want to go, go to sleep. You didn't go yet. No, so, yeah. yeah, so I decided not to go. So right before halftime, I texted him. I go, uh, I'm going to come over. Because I know the halftime show's a long time. Right. And it was a close game. So he goes, uh, I go, can I come over? I'm going to come over and watch the second half of the game. He goes, and usually he ghosts me or he takes me and takes a day, 24 hours to get back to me. He texts me back immediately. goes, no, 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 don't come over. Don't come over. You know, the party was a, was a dud and blah, blah, blah. So either, you know, either somebody was there that didn't want me there or that be? I think Michelle Wolf. Oh, really? Because then I found out who was there. Hold on, let me add her to the list of people that, that don't like me. So <laughs> Or you don't like. So she uh, apparently, I found out who was there from a reliable source. Right. And then, uh, so I, because literally I said, I, you know, I'll just come over. Because I knew it would take me like a half an hour. I knew the halftime show was like a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just figured. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, the, the party was a daughter. He, he said, people are going home. I'm like, no one's going home. It was a, it was right before the Eagles did that that fancy play. Right, and the, the and game, a whole game left. Yeah, yeah the yeah. game was tight. So yeah. I'm like I, I don't, like, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Everybody's a liar. Why didn't Michelle Wolf like you? I told you know she was on my podcast and then I, I said you know I don't I don't say nice things about it I don't like her voice she, nobody likes her voice she yeah. doesn't even like her voice you say things to her or after her um I you, you know after? like I know her and she's friends with my she's friends with my brother Neil so anybody who's friends with my brother Neil I just go oh, after them a little <laughs> right. extra hard right, right, you know right, yeah. And, Why uh, don't like, you and Neil? What's the what's the center of your? Well, really, it was that I was in uh when I was uh. In, I lived in California from 2011 to 2014. I worked at Norm McDonald's Sports Show. I heard you talking about a Norm. Norm, yeah. that's Norm story. We love Norm. Yeah, I was I was working on a sports show, and then I I uh, I did a, and then his warm up comic was not was too was too like phony and too like high energy. Was it Gary Cannon? Who yeah, I don't even know. No, it wasn't Gary Cannon. Uh, but the guy would like throw candy into the audience. <laughs> so. So Awful. my friend who was a producer on the show, no, I I used to warm up on Spin City for like a year and a half. Yeah. So he, so Norm, one day I walk into the green room or, or not the green room, but like where the offices were. He goes, Brennan, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do warm up now. So I was like, okay. So um, and it went well. The, all the Comedy Central people were like, oh, you guys are so funny together. But Norm's just funny, you know. Yeah. He kind of makes everybody, you know, whenever if he's on Conan or Letterman, he's always funny, you know. Mm -hmm. But it but reminded me of the story when you guys are telling about the uh, you know the rape probably is the worst part. So I so there's some people from Canada in the audience. So I'm doing warm up and I go I go hey why did the Canadians do it doggy style and I and then the punchline is so they can both watch a hockey game. So right. you can say that about anything you know yeah. soccer or whatever. So Norm like everybody laughs and Norm is kind of at, at the desk uh, kind of giving me a dirty look and uh, 
I go, Norm, because Norm's from Canada, right. you know. So I go, Norm, are you mad? I said the Canadian thing. He goes, he goes, well, it's not like Canadians are known for doing it doggy style. That, that and was, I go, I go, I go, who, I go, who is? He goes, dogs. <laughs> like he he paused, he paused, and he goes, dogs. And I go, the guy's a genius. Like you can't. Yeah. He just breaks it down. Like, I was thought he was going to be like, because you know every black comic when they do, the, they when they're having simulating sex, I thought right. he was going to say something like right, that, you know. Right. But he's like, dogs. I'm like, dog, it's, that's the right answer, <laughs> dogs. He came in here years ago, and I said to him, it was it was a great interview, and at the end of it I said, I'm so glad that this went good. I was I, I interviewed everybody, but I was yeah. so nervous all day. Yeah. And he goes, why? I go, because you're so goddamn weird. I didn't yeah, know he if is it was going to be awesome or terrible, and it was awesome. Yeah, he, he's, one time I had to drive him home, and uh, uh, I was actually staying at my brother's house, and he, they lived near each other, so I was driving him home, and uh, he goes... He goes, if I have a if I have pot on me, so if anyone if the cops stop me, say we got it from Stevie Ray Fromstein, <laughs> who's like this comic that he started with I, in Canada. I know, I know who he is. So I'm gonna so the cops gonna pull me over. I'm driving Norm Macdonald. First of all, they're gonna bust me. They're right. gonna they're gonna uh, somehow because I'm not famous, I'll uh, get in trouble, you know. Yeah. But I'm gonna say to the cop Stevie like, Ray hey, Stevie Ray Fromstein, <laughs> we're holding it for Stevie Ray Fromstein. You remember him? They'll be like, no. <laughs> hey, Norm, can we have your autograph? Oh, that's so funny. So anyway, so I was working out there, and then uh, then I moved out there for a while. And then, um, so my brother lived out there. You know, we were always we always had our on on, and on again, off again things situation. And then my son was born, and then he never came over to 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 see my son. You know. Yeah. And then you know, my mom was like, well, "Why don't you invite him over?" I'm like, "I'm not gonna." It's, it's you know, go, when you have a kid, it's a brother's job to let me see your kid. Yeah, Come like over. I'm too preoccupied, right. you know. So, and I said, um, uh, so I said, you know, like if Dave Chappelle like did anything anywhere, Neil would be like getting on the next next flight to get there. <laughs> right. Like if he took a big dump in Africa, <laughs> Neil would go. Neil would it. jump on, you know, the red eye to get out there. Right. So, so it just and then and then I moved back to LA. I mean, moved back to New York. And then I just started like dumping on him when I the first time I went on Opie and Norton show I just yeah. started dumping on like my brother and anybody that was like not nice to me in California because I'm like I'm not going back no so I might as well just and then and then from that it just kind of like took off you know the, the, do you do you feel like I I was talking about this yesterday I am at an age now where if I if you don't have to wonder if I like you if I don't like you you would know I will tell you I do. yeah I don't like your face yeah I don't like anything about you yeah because why do I care you, you know? know I don't care at all and my new thing now and I kind of think I got this from you uh, my new thing now is no thanks. Like yeah, I, yeah. Somebody was t- said to me the other day, like, "Do you remember this guy we saw?" I go, "No, thanks. I don't want to have anything to do with that guy." <laughs> yeah, and that's my new thing. Yeah. I, I don't hate you. I'm not going to talk. No, thank you. You're out of my life. Yeah, yeah. But you, I, I like the way you're not afraid to fight with people. I mean, you start with your own brother. Yeah. And, um, I think people think I'm a little crazy just because if I go after go after my own brother, you know. It's true. A lot of people don't like their brother, but they they like to keep well, their family. I, and yeah, but I'm hidden. one of ten, so like oh. I have a lot of brothers. So break it down. Who's on whose side? Like for the rest of the family, I don't. They they don't like Neil because Neil's like Neil acts like. Well, even when Neil shows up, he really doesn't show up that much anymore. But if he shows up, he's like. He goes, I just texted Blake Griffin. I'm like, nobody, he's constantly telling you who he's, like, texting. Right, right, right. So, my, like, if, if my, my, one of my uh, nephews is there, my, my godson, Jack, he, he's always impressed by Neil, who's Neil is texting. Sure. So, Neil's always telling everybody who he's texting, and, like... It's just, it looks, it, yeah. I mean, he's trying Among to impress family, people. you don't need to do that. Yeah, he's like, he's trying to impress everybody constantly, so, yeah, yeah, you know. I get that. So, right. whatever. So I the, mean, it's not like, it just kind of started this thing where I just named names and, you know, and then Gary Goldman attacked me and like. Oh, I forgot about that one. I, gotta, I didn't put that Yeah, so, so everybody, so everyone's like, so, so I named names and I would just name names and then, and everybody was kind of thought it was funny and then I, I think I got a little, little. A little uh, intoxicated with the uh, something, with the power or yeah. the like, the, all the something recognition. Yeah, the, like the people, freedom though. Yeah, of the, being maybe able it was the say, freedom. Yeah. Like I wasn't because I never think like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. You know, I'll just say it, then I'll like deal with the repercussions. Now, Gary Goldman's very sensitive. Yeah, he turns a, out. Yeah, <laughs> turns out. Also, me, also has mental problems. He's also a big guy. 
Yeah, big guy. So, and I thought part of it was like I used to always pick on like uh, I used to always name like people like Todd Barrys, right? You can like, beat up Todd yeah, Barry, yeah. like that. little people right, or right. women. And then I was like, <laughs> and then I got kind of I was like, I, I, I one day I was like, am I a coward? I'm like, I think I am. You Let know, me pick a giant Jew. So then Maybe I went after. Help. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually named him as a giant Jew, yeah. and then I named another giant Jew. You know, Kenny uh, Club Soda Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He where he does all the he security for everybody. He was in my car everybody. when the cops pulled us over. Probably, didn't yeah. Care about Kenny either. Yeah, so I included him with, with as a giant Jew uh-huh. in my in my riff about uh, giant Jews. I saw Ken, I saw Club Soda Kenny at, at Jim Norton's uh, July third party. He wouldn't even shake my hand practically. Really? Like I had go, hey Club Soda Kenny, it's Kevin Brennan, uh, and he like goes, hi Kevin, and like looked away. So did either you... he didn't like the barbecue or he was, <laughs> but you but but the thing is now you can't. Like if you say something about somebody, they can just they're, they're going to hear it because they someone can just clip it, you know. Oh, like yeah. this show's yeah, local, yeah. but I'm sure they it's don't like. Go everywhere. But but yeah, you can just probably get it right on a to, on a podcast. You know, trying to fool people who are like, tell us who you cheated on your wife with, and yeah, because like, it's just local. Yeah, nobody's going to hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forget we're on the internet and everything else. Yeah. So uh, this is Kevin Brennan who's here with us, Kevin. You don't. I know you do radio and stuff. You don't remember you were on the show years ago. Yeah. And. It was great because a lot of times you're very much like you are now. You don't get somebody who is going to speak as freely as you did. And the one thing that I and I, I don't I don't even have to say it. The, the one thing that I remember you hated was Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. Yeah, <laughs> Tina Fey. Yeah, you, she, you hated Tina Fey in the height of when everybody was loving her. I know. Do you want more coffee or whatever? That <laughs> no, is? I'm good. Sure. Okay. No, but uh, yeah, Tina Fey. The Tina Fey thing was because I, I I lost two two. I lost you know I was at SNL for for a season and then with when Colin Quinn's last year. So I auditioned for the weekend update, which, you know, turns out I wasn't going to get anyway. Right. But they kind of threw me a bone, let me audition. And then she got it and, and Jimmy Fallon. And then uh, and then I did a pilot for NBC in 2004. And that's when they picked up 30 Rock, you know. She screwed you twice. Yeah. And then, and then uh, I guess I told the story here. And then literally uh, it was when Toyota was having the acceleration issues with their, with their cars. Right. I was in a rental car. And... Uh, on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, and I was taking a right, and there's all this, you know, there's always pedestrian traffic and uh, whatever in Manhattan. And she was, she just kind of was crossing the street with her daughter. She was holding her daughter's hand. I'm like, if she wasn't with her daughter, I would have just ran her over <laughs> and blamed Toyota. Yeah, I would have been like, oh my god, this acceleration. <laughs> but then they would have CSI'd it, and it'd be like, wait, you know her, yeah. you like know her, and you're driving a Honda. Yeah, I'd be like, no, yeah, I think the Chevrolet's having an acceleration. I think it's, see, I think it's spreading. So I was literally uh, sitting there. I'm like, don't, don't do it. And then one side of my brain's like, do it. Yeah. But I think if I had the podcast, I might have done it just for the like, so you could talk about, it. yeah. yeah. Because one of the managers at the comedy seller, she calls me a content whore. Like I'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. But it, but like you know, murder is murder. <laughs> yeah. So at some point, you'd be like, am I gonna? I mean, am I gonna murder? It would have been a funny story if though. If you would have murdered Tina Fey successfully, it would have been great. And you got away with it. With oh her, my like, god! Ironically, it was somebody she knew, but it was a Toyota acceleration. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be able to? Would they then be able to hire you for stuff? Oh, that's the guy who killed Tina Fey. You know what I mean? Yeah, it might. Fire. Yeah, it might. Because, you know, Louis, there's always like a safety issue when Lu- they always say it's a safety issue. You know, right. When Louis shows up at a gig, like the, the, the employees, it's a safety issue. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. give them goggles if that's, if that's what we're afraid of. <laughs> but yeah, if, if I if there, I had a murder on my record, yeah. like, even if it was like manslaughter or whatever. Yeah, Gary Goldman wouldn't mess with you if you had already killed somebody. Yeah, Gary Goldman. Anyway, I'm like, <laughs> even now I'm like, I don't want to bring that up. Why? Well, no, but he's mental. He's mental. No, he's mental. He I had, think he is a little mental. He Because April Macy told us he had some anger issues. Yeah, he definitely does. So, and right before he did, he right before uh, I did, you know, I just he he's giving out writing tips, and I just retweeted him. I said the third little secret about Gary Goldman is he, you know, he flips out on audiences, and and then one of the um, and then one of the managers of the comedy seller said he yelled at the the waiter or waitress for taking an order at an inopportune time, and like, listen, if you're headlining and you know, but these are 15 minute spots where you just showcase. You're not the star of the show, right? You know, you're just doing a 15 minute spot. So right before I went up one time. He said, the last time I followed him at the Comedy Cellar, he said, uh, he was saying something about Chappelle. Like, you know how Chappelle, like, slaps the mic on his thigh if he yeah. says something funny? He goes, he was he was kind of mo- mocking uh, uh, Chappelle. And then he goes, the worst thing that Chappelle gave us was Neil Brennan. 
So I'm going on next. I'm right. like, and then another comic comes up to me and he goes, does he know you're next? I go, I don't know what he knows. Uh, so I didn't say anything then, but I'm like a baseball player. You know, when they throw at your head or whatever, you'd be like, I might not get him today, right. but I'll get him. <laughs> yeah. I'll get him eventually. Uh, yeah. right. So I, I, I like planted the seed. I'm like, I'll get him. And then he, he was doing these writing tips, you know, right. and, then, and then on Valentine's Day, I was like, I was mad because Louie had canceled a week. We were supposed to be in Chicago. The week after I was here, I was supposed to be in Chicago with Louie, and he just canceled it last minute because he didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> so I was mad about that, and it was Valentine's Day, and I, and I thought, now I have to get flowers. So I was like annoyed for yeah, my oh, wife, no, and I was like yeah. annoyed. So I just retweeted like what he said, and, I, and then he kind of, and that started like the thing. And uh, But, you know, I wasn't, everybody has like a Gary Goldman story. But so. you're comedians. Nobody takes that as a joke. No, because yeah. that's, that's the one thing I learned about being a comedian is 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 everyone's thin skinned. And he grabbed you. Yeah, he grabbed me. He, I was getting, I was like, I was at the looking at the mirror in the bathroom, and you, it, there's no door there. You can just walk in, but there's a bathroom attendant. It's at the, it's one of the comedy cellar rooms, and I was just looking at the mirror to see how I look like, and he just grabbed me and like pinned me against the wall. He's like, "Don't test me," and. And um, I, I, I go, you already, I, I already did test you, and you failed. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good under pressure when a gigantic Jew has you pinned yeah. against the wall. <laughs> but he goes, don't test me. So I was like, come on, brother. And then he, then there was like a mark on my chest, and uh, I said, uh, so I saw Bobby Kelly like a week later, and he goes, he goes, you're crazy. And then I go, I go, did you see the picture? I want to say it like, did you see it? I just said it like, because Chad Zumach, who I don't know if he's, you oh, guys yeah, know him. We're getting to that next. So Chad Zumach, he said uh, he was tweeting that Gary Goldman attacked me. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll just type, I'll just put out the picture because I had my wife take the picture just because I couldn't I couldn't really see it. I'm like, let me see what it looks like. So then Chad was tweeting it out. So I'm like, I'll just put out the picture. And so I saw Bobby like a couple of days or a week later. He goes. I said, you see the picture? He goes, everybody saw the picture. He goes, it was like a hush came over the city. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like when a Yankees win a, win, a, win, a, win a World Series game, like a hush just comes over the city. So, so now what? Now you have beef with Zumok too? No, he has a beef. He's like, he's like people say he's one of my, um, he's one of my uh, uh, protégés or whatever because he starts... He trolls like everybody. He oh, trolls he's people. Yeah, he started with Pat Nos. He started with Pat Oswald, and right. then he and then he jumped in the middle of this thing with Dina Hashem, oh. with uh, the rapper. You know, for yeah. no for no reason. He has he don't even know Dina Hashem. Like I know Dina Hashem, and I I'm not gonna get in the middle of that. You know, Chad will sometimes go, "Hey, you know so and so," and I'll go. I can't even say her name, but I'll go, you know, so-and-so? I go, yeah, not really, but he goes, can you go after her? I go, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, he goes, because I don't like her. I go, I'm not, I'm not start, I, all my beefs are organic. Yeah. They're all legitimate. <laughs> organic beef. Yeah, like even, even, uh, even with Gary Goldman, like he was like, like he said something about my brother. Like I can say something about my brother, but you can't, right, right, you know? Right, right. So, uh, so Chad's like, can you go after this comic? I'm like, no, I'm not, no. So he, he goes, I'm like, Chad, you got to get out of L.A. Because no one in L.A. Is, is appreciates that you're going after. Yeah. Like, he went after Patton Oswalt pretty hard. and, and then uh, For what? what I, I don't well, like yeah. Patton Oswalt because of, uh, I don't know, what he did, what he did with uh, putting that kid's address out, the Sandman kid, the kid from, the kid that was protesting, not protesting, the kid that was on the high school trip. Remember that in no. D.C.? And it the was. Indian guy walked yeah. up and started playing the drum in his face. Oh, and he had yeah. A smirk on his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Didn't do anything, though. Yeah. Putting that kid's address out. He, he did? Yeah, he needs to chill out a little bit. Yeah, he's a, he's got a little. I mean, he's a, he's a, he looks like a troll himself. He's little. He, can, <laughs> he could literally live under a bridge. You and know? He's got things that people. People yeah. are nice to him. Huh? People are nice to him. Chad like, said, you Chad your basically. Wife died and you married a new lady like three months later. Yeah, and she had like five different things in her system. Yeah, so, so we, <laughs> listen. We got jokes to make. Yeah. If you want us to make jokes, Patton. Yeah, so he basically, Chad was implying that uh, Chad told his next wife, his current wife, to sleep with one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> which is a funny, funny, which is like a funny thing. And yeah. also, you know, we, what? and then I jumped in to protect, to defend Chad because I, know Pat Oswalt a little bit and also uh it's like uh you know and then Pat Oswalt I'm sure he's anti-bullying you know because yeah. he's a progressive you know so 
But when you have five million Twitter followers and then you send them after Chad Zumach, right? I mean, that's classic bullying. That's what uh, Lady Gaga and all these people that have like a hundred million Twitter followers they they send their Twitter followers after these people. Yeah. And that's classic bullying. Yeah. You know, you're you're totally right. Fight your own battles. Yeah, fight so, your own battles, Pat Oswald. Yeah. So, uh, but it is. I mean, it's funny to watch Chad. Just I'm like Chad. What are you doing? Because now I text him. I go. He goes. It's a nightmare. Because <laughs> all all these XXX uh, uh, fans are younger people and they all know how to do all this stuff yeah they yeah, hacked his like, they hacked his twitter account oh you know? wow yeah and then once that happens they you know even even though he was verified once they hack it then you're kind of done, done you know? yeah wow. and probably his password was like chad zumach one or whatever because <laughs> that's apparently how they got him they, he had an easy password i had zumach your brother michelle wolf oh kumia what's up with anthony now you were oh, doing yeah. stuff there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got a whole list of, of things no he was uh like, I love Kumia, but like I said, working there, I was doing, like, I had, I was, I started my podcast, Misery Loves Company, at Bobby's Network, at Riotcast. Right. And then now I let, let me, let me ask you a question. Are anybody making money off of these podcasts? I'm, I'm making money. You know, I'm. All right, here in, in relation, like, Anthony can't be making enough money to where he cares about this podcast. Like, about he, mine? No, no, like, hit, like. Like, stop, not you. Yeah. But stop doing podcasts. There, because you're a comedian doesn't mean you should do podcasts. You, you uh, are have no problem, have no filter whatsoever. You will say stuff that's worth it. Anthony had an audience; he should do, it. but he can't be making enough money to where this is worth it to him compared to what he made before. He he, listen. I don't know exactly the details, but. It's 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 a problem just because running your own business yeah. is a pain, and, and they have, they have technical problems, and they uh, have they have problems with their app, and it just you know, and it just seems like it's a common thing where where you try to put this network together, and it's hard because people want to watch stuff live, and then you know, in the process of watching stuff live, it's harder because the the app doesn't work or whatever, but. Uh, but I I was at Riotcast and I wasn't making any money there. Right. So I had my my podcast Misery Loves Company, which Bobby came up with. He came up with the idea, and you know it's basically after my first couple appearances at at Opie and Norton. So Kumia wasn't even there then. So then uh, then then Kumia wanted me to start a show over there, and Bobby's like, no, you can't do both shows. So he basically handed me off to them, and I was still doing my Misery Loves Company, and then I started doing a show called Burning Bridges at Kumia, and then it became like. Uh, then I started to realize, like, people aren't, like, I'm doing, then I was doing two shows a week there, and I was just like, and I said to Kumia, I said, it's like being in the Negro Leagues. Like, nobody saw the Negro Leagues, but it's just, you know, you heard that they were great. Like, the guy hit 40 home runs with a wiffle bat, you know? But, no, so it was like, people aren't, because people aren't paying the, yes. the nine bucks to go to sign up for Kumia, because, uh... It's because they can get so much content for free. Yeah. No, so, I don't understand that business model. So Kumia makes it because he's got a very loyal fan base. Yeah. So they sign up for Kumia, but, like, I was extra content at Kumia. And then so the you get fans there, but I think most of the people that sign up for Kumia listen to Kumia, and then maybe they'll listen to your show. Now, is he pay you? He was paying me, and then I but then I set up a Patreon for my free show. Right. And once I set up my Patreon, I was like... Well, let me just focus on my free show because they weren't. They don't put out anything free, and if yeah. you don't put out anything free, you're you're limited to how many people are going to listen. Oh, you know. I so, but know. he doesn't care because he wants to say what he wants to say, and also he's got such a loyal fan base that he can still he's still making money, and he's already rich, and he's already too. rich. Yeah. yeah so. so he's basically doing it like I, I you know, I, first I called it a cult. Because <laughs> it's when very I, close. Yeah. When I left, they were you know they try to get they try to get my sidekick to turn. They tried. To, they said they contacted him. I said like, do the show without Kevin. They oh. they said it like we we're going to. Who is this guy? Who's your sidekick? He's Brian McCarthy. He's a blind. Uh, he's a blind alcoholic. But he's a great sidekick. <laughs> you know? He's like literally eighty percent blind. So they were going to have him do a show while they were negotiating with me, right. and they were going to call it uh, mending fences as it calls the burning, burning bridges, bridges, which was funny. Yeah. You know what? Now what's the negotiation? over how much money you're making no it's basically like uh, what you can do i i i just reached a point where i'm like i like it it's it, it cost me money to leave because they're paying me every show i do right and the patreon you're basically at the mercy of your fans. how much are they paying you a lot of money not a lot like i said i was three hundred dollars uh more than that okay per 500, show five hundred dollars a show so you're you're close <laughs> So, but I think it, it is a good idea. That's good. But okay. it wasn't enough to be like, okay, I can just, you know, like it, it would be like the equivalent if I was in Kansas City 
and being at Kansas City Radio, I, I, I like, I, it wasn't going to help my brand nationally. Right, right. It wasn't going to help me sell tickets anywhere, but I would still make enough money to live off of. But it, it wasn't, a, it 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 wasn't enough. Yeah. It wasn't enough because, like, even the people that work there four days a week, you know, uh, one is like a bartender, you know, so, so yeah. it's, it's supplemental. So I was like, I go, I, I was just thinking, like, long term. Like I have kids, I can't be. Right. right I, I gotta. I gotta grow my business. You right. know. And then people. I get it. And people like the show. People like my show. They like my sidekick. Like we're good together. And then so I'm like, let's just roll the dice a little bit. I'm, I may have a seven year old and an eleven year old. Like they gotta go to cut. My my daughter got. I mean, really, what was one of the breaking thing was like when I got the bill for summer camp. I'm like, I can't. I go. I'm not making enough money. I go. I go as it is with. With Cumia not growing, Cumia is never going to grow. It's not like people are going to find all of a sudden discover Anthony Cumia. Right, right. Because everybody knows him. And he's, he doesn't do stand-up, so he can't do a stand-up special. People are like, I mean, he's great. He's right, hilarious. he's got his audience. Yeah. He's not going. Like so that. I'm like, I got to somehow, you know, I got to put out free content. I got to grow my show. and uh, But I got to think for summer camp, and I was like, my and my I knew something was up because my wife was nice to me. I just uh, did a show that day, <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, you know, you want more vegetables?" Uh, I was like, "Something's going on." Nice. What is? So, how many kids you have? Two. Okay. And then she goes, she goes, "Oh yeah, oh by the way, I put your, uh, I put the, you know, the summer camp on your on our our credit card, even uh, though I pay everything right, right. on our credit card, our joint credit card." And then she goes, "I go, I how much was it?" And she like, "I I I guessed." Hi. How long? How long is the camp? A week? Two weeks? Like, summer? Like, like for four weeks? It's like a oh, day I, thing. Uh, so but I, I go. That's, that's that's probably close to what is that? Four grand. <laughs> this guy knows everything. I'm very impressed with your numbers. <laughs> so uh, so I guessed high just to like as a joke, yeah. and she goes, "Yeah." Oh. So I go, "Well, I didn't even have that available on my credit card." She goes, "Yeah, they they I talked to them. <laughs> you she increased oh. your limit. I talked to them. And they said it's okay oh. as long as you pay within oh. a couple." Of, I go, "Yeah, thanks for not." To, she didn't tell me, but she she talked to everybody else. Right. So I was like, I got into I got depressed. I was like, I go, I can't, I gotta, I gotta, uh, and then, and then, and then the day when, when, uh, uh, the guy, I woke up that morning when the guy was supposed to break the refer the record on Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I woke up, I had to do a show at Comia that day, because I did a Monday and Wednesday, so I woke up, and they go, if you want to find out what, uh, what, uh, what's the guy's name again, James? James Yeah, yeah wh- how James did, if you don't want to know, don't read it, I'm like, I want to know. Yeah. So I heard he lost. It put me in such a bad mood because that was like one of, like, I'm to the age now, like, I almost appreciate nothing. I enjoy nothing. But yes. I really appreciated this guy because my wife hated him because she's like, he has no social skills. He doesn't know how to smile. People always say that about me. I don't have a, the, I don't care. related to him. Yeah, yeah. So, and he was great and he would gamble. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. he basically changed the whole game. And I was like, really, we watched every day as a family. And I was like, once I woke up and I was like, I'm t- and I just got in such a bad mood, and I went into Cumia, and I just sat there, uh-huh. and I I wouldn't do my sh- I wouldn't my my co-host is like, what's wrong? I go I go they got to pay me. I, I go they I go they don't they they pay they they have, they have people there that just suck. Right. right. And and I and I'm not gonna say there because everybody knows who they are, Bill uh-huh. Schultz. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> but they suck, and they 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 don't fire anybody right. because so it's not it's not merit based. Yeah. yeah I said I I almost wa- I said I want to get fired. Yeah. You know, so I just sat there. I wouldn't say anything. I eventually started talking, you right. know, because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. But the blind guy was going out of his mind. Yeah, the, the blind guy's like, you're just going to sit here for an hour and a half and not talk? I go, yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't even, and he's clueless, too, because, you know, people would complain. That they go, you guys, all you guys talk about is your lives. You don't talk about, like, current events. I go, he's blind. He can't even read. <laughs> he's like, how's that Lindbergh baby, you know? What, what more, how many more people in life do you need to talk about current events? Yeah, news. Right. I mean, like, like when there's a disaster, I'm like, we're not gonna talk about that. Everybody's gonna talk about that. Who wants to be miserable on their way to work? I know. So, so that's that's a lot of shows do that. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, where you got to talk about like current events, and then like, oh, then then this guy did this, and then this guy did that. So, kids, they just turned seven and eleven. Okay, and now and now. Do they do they get what you do? Does your wife? It's work? weird. I was telling BT on the way. Well, my wife's. You know, she 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 can't. You know, she whatever. <laughs> There's a lot of air quotes. No, like I married my wife for because uh, I was in love with her. It right. turns out it was a fatal uh, mistake because <laughs> right after we got married, uh, 
she's like, uh, basically, she like threw me all her credit card bills. You oh, know? oh man! And uh, she's, you know, she's like, one of my credit cards are charging me like thirty eight percent. Is that high? I go, yeah. Unless you're paying the mafia, like thirty eight percent is high. So it turns out she had terrible credit. Yeah. She's not good with money. And now they say, get, check your wife's credit score yeah, if you want to get married. married yeah. Check your check your part your spouse's credit score because so you married her bad credit. You had to absorb all that. Debt. Yeah, and then and she's she, not working. Well, she, you know, she, she's, uh, she's Panamanian, so yeah. she's, she's like now she's, she gets jobs as like court interpreter. She's, she's bilingual Spanish, okay. and she, cause she took a class that I paid. You know, she went to college, Hunter College, right, right, right. that I paid for. Like yeah. I'm like her sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, You're but like I'm a ninety day fiance success. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so she's uh, but she's always kind of mad and whatever. Yeah. But Bobby met her. Bobby met her, and Bobby's like, "Oh my god!" And then he was saying nice things about her on her on Bobby's on Bobby's podcast. Now, and have she, you ever met Bobby's wife? No, I'm like I'm among the elite of uh, people who. No, I've met, I met her a long time ago when they either first got married or when they were still dating. I went there for Thanksgiving last year. Oh, you did? Yeah. What a surprisingly normal lady that she is. Yeah. He was, yeah. Bobby was flipped out. He was like, oh, my God, this is your wife. She's so normal. And yeah. she's like friendly and happy. Like, <laughs> what's, they were, they're bonded on how much, like, what's with your husband? And, you know, so, yeah. uh, so it's funny because my wife is, uh, but I was telling, I told this joke on stage. My wife is, uh, she's really mad about Trump because, uh, you know, she never liked Trump, but then now he's like send these send these women back to where they came from. Right. So my wife's from Panama, you know, and I said, and then the other day she messed up my son's tater tots, and he's like <laughs> send these back to where they came from. So. <laughs> but it's but I love I love being in Florida or Texas or any place where there's you a lot. Of, that. Yeah. No, where there's a lot of Hispanics yeah. because they they don't get mad when you make Hispanic jokes. No, you know, no, where no. if you're in the Midwest, they're like. They don't. They they don't really interact with Hispanic people as much. That's here, true. That's you know? true. Oh, you got the whole. You got this whole state. Yeah. So nobody out. thinks I'm racist here, but I'm not racist. But it does open up a whole new world when you marry Hispanic. You yeah. Know, just for the for the Hispanic jokes. <laughs> my, my favorite is uh, Chris. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? The comedian. The kid. Chris. The Italian kid. He was in the studio with us. He was on Guy Code. Stefano. Oh, yeah. Christy, yeah. He married. Oh, yeah. A he, really she's... Hispanic. Yeah. Like, he never got married. They just had a baby. Yeah, well, but I see it now in the baby. The baby abuses him yeah. like like she probably abused Yeah. Him. The baby treats well, him like garbage. super jealous. Yeah. Like, he, we used to kind of talk about and, like... But they traditionally, you know, like, his... Whatever they're, they're like, dads aren't good. You know what I mean? Like the Hispanic guys are like real, like players, and and like my wife married me because I had no game. Right, right. Like she was, she would. That was a turn on for her. That I, I was, I was socially awkward. I, I didn't have, I wasn't confident you were talking. You were I was no, I wasn't confident talking to women. So she figured I wasn't gonna, you know, because the guy she dated before cheated on her, and you know whatever. But he was Hispanic, you know. Yeah. So me and Chris are always like, yeah. Her Chris's I shouldn't really talk about this, oh, but no, you're good, you're good. Christy's Christy's, <laughs> Christy's uh, baby mama's dad, like father in law, whatever. You know, he had like a side family, and oh, so yeah, yeah. so they're always thinking like we're gonna cheat. Right, right, right. So it's almost like the black guy when he goes into the bodega where they just think you're gonna steal. steal. So you almost want to just steal. Yeah, if if you're gonna assume I'm gonna steal, I'm gonna steal. So sometimes you know, my wife's like. You're gonna you're gonna cheat. I'm like, I don't even I don't even know how to cheat. Like I guess I go you go on Grinder or Tinder. Like where where do you yeah, go? Grindr, Airbnb. Like, like I don't even know how to start you this don't process. Get, you don't get comic groupies after the show. No, Not because that you would. I'm just saying. Like, but like girls are like. Oh man, I love your comedy. For no, me. like when I started podcasting, I would get a little bit of you know they would send me like uh, just to be safe. But all right, I snatches is a good word. Yeah, so then people would send like like those and and uh, whatever. But I I didn't you know, and now I got kids. I, I'm gonna like I know if I if I cheat on my wife, she'll ki- my, my my wife said if she, I cheat on her, she'll kill everybody. Yeah, I've heard Ooh, that. my wife you know? said she'll cut my face while I'm sleeping. Those were that was an exact quote. <laughs> She's like, I, I, we have kids. I don't know if I can leave you, but I will cut your face while you're sleeping. Yeah. So, where you, did you ask her where? On just, my face. I would assume, like, in like my on mind, the cheek or on the forehead. Yeah, yeah. I think she just does this. So, so I'm like, 
Like, I'd really have to. <laughs> I love that you said, did you ask her where? Yeah, no, I just want to go. Cause, no, because they think it. about it. They think I'd probably start here. No, but I just think my wife, she'll, like, how much do I have to, like, hate my kids? Because I know it basically, my wife will make it so miserable that my kids will be, uh, right. my kids will suffer. So yeah. how much is it worth it? Like, I'll just go to the massage place, you know? That's still cheating. No, it's not. <laughs> well, if she... Not if you're paying. <laughs> I say if you're, I say if you're paying, it's not cheating. Okay, like it's my like she's good with that, huh? No, my wife's not good with right. it. But I'm saying for my own, you know, right, I'm Catholic for my own. Sanity. I, if, like yeah. I, my wife can't do my taxes, so I have to pay a professional. Right. You know, <laughs> so there's certain things my wife won't do that I, I have to pay a lady. Thirt- this. <laughs> enough, Honey, I'm kidding. Enough years. Thirteen. Yeah. We've been together since 2004. All right, so I but she's a nice lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. See, I re- I know what you're saying. I'm in it now. I, yeah, I, like I, for, I think for a while I was like, I want to get out of this, and then I, and then you're at your point. You're like, you know, I love my kids so much, and I'm like, I don't. Want, and then to 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 for full disclosure, I was we were separated for a year. Okay. When I was when I was with, uh, it's like Barbara Walters. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna start oh, crying. I'm gonna start crying. Uh-huh. So uh, when I first started doing Jim and Sam, the whole podcast thing. When I started doing uh, not Jim and Sam, but Opie and Norton, I was I was separated. Right. And I was I was kind of just I would just I would say anything because my wife didn't know I was going on the show because I didn't live at the house. Yeah. And if I was, I wouldn't have been able to say it because I was saying stuff about uh, my marriage, and and then my wife would kind of maybe hear something about it. But now would she hear? Somebody would tell her. Somebody would tip her off. But the, I'm saying like if I if I lived at the house. I would I would have to get up at six o'clock to go to the radio, and she'd be like, "Where are you going?" Right. So if I if she knew that, I would be knowing that she was listening, yeah. and I wouldn't have been as as forthcoming. Yo, you know? a lot of times I'll do this. I go, "Let me tell you what my wife said," and I'll look to see what time it is. Because if it's before <laughs> yeah. seven o'clock, I can say whatever. I want. Right. I mean, this son of a bitch is on Twitter and Instagram. They'll write, "Your husband said." Yeah. Those dicks. But other than that, for the most part, I can get away with it if it's before seven o'clock. Yeah, so nobody's saying it. Yeah, so that's that's basically what. And then she's still. And then when we we're separated, one time I got a text from her, um, right before I was about to go up on stage at Magoobies in Baltimore. Shout out! And then uh, she goes, "Is it was it worth losing your family?" <laughs> This is like, I'm go- yeah, I'm going up in five minutes. And I go, what? She goes, yeah, you went. I heard, just heard you were on the radio. I listened to it. You're disgusting. I told some story about I was in a, I probably can't tell it here. No, but you, you can. But I was in a, I was a, <laughs> I was in a uh, going to, it was when we were separated. Right. But I was in Atlantic City. And actually the, the back story was I was on, they were waiting for Kevin Hart to come in. Okay. At Opie and Norton. Kevin Hart was at Stern. They were and they kept looking past me out the window to see Wickliffe for Kevin Hart because yeah. he's little. You know, you might maybe you don't see him the, when he's walking by. So uh, I knew they were like not focused and and we we and I knew they were like kind of depressed that he wasn't showing up. So I was telling all these stories yeah. like just try to be entertaining. Yeah. It was only my second time on the show, so I'm like you know just keep talking, whatever. So. Uh, so I was at the Seven Eleven Atlantic City, and I this at this comedy club that was not even a comedy club, but it was like half strip club, half comedy club, which is like Perfect. the best. Yeah. And so uh, they, they, I took the Uber there, and then I said, "I'm going to go get a cup of coffee at the Seven Eleven. They go, "It's a rough neighborhood. We better follow. We better keep an eye on you." Right. So I went to the Seven Eleven, and that was, you know, that was when Atlantic City was really struggling. So, uh, so this, there was a woman outside the Seven Eleven. She goes. Uh, she goes, can it, can I have a dollar? Uh-huh. I go, I go. Well, on the way out, uh, if you touch my thing, yeah, I'll, I'll give you two dollars. Oh, you double the price. <laughs> <laughs> well, quite the negotiation. So, so we, I come out, and she goes, uh, she goes, uh, well, he goes, I'll take you over here, and I can, you know, whatever. Yeah, you touch your thing, yeah. Yeah, no, she can like, oh, she use her more. mouth. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I can say that. To kiss you or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I know, I know. To do, what you're I know to do bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I go, well, I can't because it's not safe, right? And also because the security from the club is watching me. So if I see you walk around, if I see <laughs> yeah. me. They just met me, so if they see me walking around the corner with you, they're going to be. So I said, let's just keep it, you know. So she, so she just touched on the outside, (laughs) and I gave her two dollars, you know. You feel better than just giving her the money for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like she likes, she makes twice what she was looking for, and it didn't cost all she had to do. And she's she's done much much worse than that today, probably. Right, right, right. So, so I told that story on on Opie. 
and jamming, and my wife heard it, and so she flipped out. I go, it's a, just a funny story, and the nobody, she goes, you're disgusting, you take advantage of the homeless. I go, we don't know she was homeless. <laughs> she was outside the 7-Eleven. She might have just been, like, working. She's running a business. She's running, she's a, it's a business, That's man. It's a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> she's touching, she's touching it over the pants for So $2. I thought it was very reasonable, like, you know, I'll give you more than you asked for. Well, she started low. That's yeah, she's that's, that's a five dollar. That's a five dollar. Even Atlantic it. City, right, that's five dollars. Right, right. Yeah, no, I, I like the way you're at least generous. So, so that was the text, and then I was like, and then I, I'm go, I'm thinking I'm gonna bomb, but I was so mad that I was just, I'm like, why does this always happen to me? Like, why, why can't I just get away with one thing? So yeah. I was so mad, I just had a great set. And that, I, and I was, I was, I felt like, yeah, it's gonna all gonna work out. And then she gets over it. She gets, she's pretty, my wife's pretty good. She gets over stuff. Right. Where I don't, like, I don't get over anything. My wife picks the most inopportune times to be jealous. Like, normally she doesn't care. She can see stuff happen in person. Girls take pictures with you. They want to yeah. She doesn't care. And one day I went to go see uh, the first Van Halen concert where David Lee Roth is back. I mean, I, I never pay for tickets for anything. I pay $1,000. I could sit wow. in the row and all that. I'm all excited. Yeah. I'm always blowing up my phone. What? Who is this girl? I, I don't know. Well, why is her... Why is her profile picture you and her? I don't know, because I'm very famous. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> I, if you scroll through Facebook, a couple other people might have the profile yeah. picture of me, too. Yeah. That was the day she... I think she just wanted to ruin the Van Halen show. And me. who was the girl? Just the, yeah, somebody... Some, yeah. yeah. A, a very nice girl that I've never... That actually dated a friend of mine. Yeah. You know my wife I mean? did... I almost drove off the road one time, because my wife said... She said, uh, I was driving, and my wife texted me, or she called me, and she goes, who's that girl in your... that?" the picture in your Facebook. I go, what? She goes, yeah, that girl. I go, it was just a fan. I go, yeah. I, I don't even know what you're... T so you just... You saw me, like, with my arm around somebody after a show, and right. you thought... I I said, who's that stupid? Yeah, <laughs> I said to my wife, I go, I can assure you that the girl that I'm secretly banging will never have a picture yeah, on my face. Yeah, we don't, we don't take any pictures. Right, maybe right. a Maybe a sketch. <laughs> but no... Snatchies. No, yeah, yeah snatchies, no, no pictures. No. Uh, this is Kevin Brennan here with us. He's going to be at Side Splitters all week long. I I'm telling you right now, this is I said this the, the Monday after. I went to that Louis show, and I, I thought you were – I hadn't seen you do stand-up in a long time. You were great. My wife thought you were great. Oh, thanks. With, we're like, that guy was hilarious. Thanks, Because yeah. you don't come here enough, so a lot of people were unfamiliar with you yeah. before that show. But I thought you – you know, usually when you get somebody like that, you're like, oh, Louis was good, but the opener was okay. You know, everybody yeah. loved you that day. Thanks. So if you didn't get a chance to see Kevin – Tonight, 8 and 10, 15, uh, Saturday, 6, 8 and 10, 30, and then Sunday at 7 o'clock. Uh, one of the funniest stand-up guys you'll see. See him now before Gary Goldman chokes him to death. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even mind. I'm such a content whore. <laughs> we, do a, we do an event every year yeah. called the Punch-Out, where it is, uh, essentially it's boxing matches, three, three one-minute round of boxing matches. But they're based out of like grudges, organic yeah. beef. matches, organic beef, yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> legit. Like we had a kid on the show who on the station that we all hated in Spanish beat him up last year. Yeah, like they're yeah. We you should uh, th really think about it. like keep in the back of your mind that if you have if you have somebody you really hate, you'll have an opportunity to fight them. And we've had intergender matches, we've had midgets, we have transgender matches. So it doesn't matter who it is, right. somebody that you just right. know that you'll have an outlet to beat their face in if you really want. To. All right, thank you. Yeah, because I'll shame them if they do if you want to fight and they don't, I'll make them feel terrible. Yeah, actually, I got into a thing with a bagel boss, uh, just kind of yeah, just yeah. kind of randomly because. I wanted to get him on my podcast. I was doing a live podcast last week or whatever, and then uh, um, he—I know he had done a show the day before for free, right? At one of Compound Me, at one of Kumia shows, yeah. you know. So I, I went to, I sent him an email. I said, uh, you know, I'll give you a hundred dollars as a gentleman, right? Way more than I gave that lady at Seven Eleven. So, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to ask you to work for free because you're probably sick of working for free. But I'll give you a hundred dollars. And they they got back to me and said seven hundred dollars. So I tweeted, oh, yeah, and I wasn't even to make close to seven. So I said I tweeted that you know the bagel boss won seven hundred bucks and blah. And then it, he then he came after me and then Chad got involved. I'm like, <laughs> then I go like, I love America. I'm getting trolled by a troll. So yeah. can I tell you, we were like the first people to have him on the radio. We had him on the next day. After you had a, he broke. did a phone. No, we did yeah. a phone. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we called him the day before. We got a hold of him. A buddy of ours works in Long Island. He gave me the number. So we called the guy the next day. This is like a week before Jim and Sam had him on. And all yeah. And Spanish is talking to him. Spanish is like he's locked in for tomorrow. I was like, all right, great. So about an hour before he's about to be on, Spanish comes in and he's like, the bagel guy wants money to go on the air. Yep. I go. So what does he want me to do? PayPal him? He goes. He wants to send you a check. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him we'll give him a ten thousand dollars if he wants it. 
So he was like, he wanted a hundred bucks. And I was like, cool. Tell him we'll send what's in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> Sending that moron any money. Uh, we had the interview and I was like, well, great talking to you. Bagel dude. So he so he he took your word that you're going to send him a check for hundred dollars. Yeah. What an idiot! I know. Now, no, I think what happened was he got a thing. He got a little bite on Howard Stern. Yeah, and that's what happened because I think he was on the 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 show. I want to get him on Wednesday. I try to catch him on Tuesday, and I think because uh, my wife said my wife is a Howard Stern, and she said they were talking about uh, that he was going to fight Shuley. So so he comes on our show. And we, we talked to him, and he's really not that entertaining. And now he thinks he's a celebrity, so instead yeah. of being an angry guy, he's like, hey. Uh, yeah, now he wants people to like him. Right, yeah. so I'm like, uh, look, why don't you come down here? So the whole thing was, because I have a 12-year-old son. Yeah. And my son was like, I'll fight him. And I said, really? <laughs> my, and my son's pretty docile, but he, he yeah. plays hockey, and he fights in hockey. He goes, yeah. I'll totally fight that guy. Yeah. So I wanted to rope him in to fight my son. I said, would you fight at the punch-out? And he's like, definitely. I'm like, all right. I go, I'll put $1,000 up for a prize. For whoever you box, because I know my son would kill him, and uh, he was like, "All right, I'm in." And then all of a sudden, like a week later, he's fighting everybody. He's fighting Shuli. He's yeah. fighting uh, yeah. Yeah. Had him on UFC. The, yeah. the, the the guy from Philly. Lie, lie. I was like, "All right, yeah, we're, we're done." I'll fight him if he wants his that his check. He can come collect it. Yeah. I'll put it in the ring. He, he gets, if he can knock me off of the check, he can take it home <laughs> with him. Uh, yeah, no, it's amazing how he's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run with this forever. TikTok, you know? it's over. Yeah, yeah. it's over. Now he's, I guess he's gonna make money on Cameo where he does that. <laughs> but and, is he though? Who's gonna, who's gonna? They, I guess he's. I read somewhere that he's got like fifty, or because I, because I was a, uh, I checked his Patreon. His Patreon is at zero. Yeah. But I, I think his cameo, they use him for cameos. But he said, like, either 50 or 70 gets, like, 50 bucks a shot. So yeah. he's not making a fortune. No, you know? if I got that, I'd be like, who is this? Like, remember the bagel guy? <laughs> yeah. Like he was big. I, it, it was, you know, it was such a Long Island thing that it was, you know. You know I, who I won is the guy who beat him up. <laughs> that guy was the superstar. I'm watching that video for the first time, and I and I look at my wife, and I go, if, if we were there, what would have happened? She'd be like. Uh, right about now, you'd go, shut up! And I go, and all of a sudden, you hear the guy go, shut up! Yeah. I go, that's me! That's yeah. the hero yeah. in that whole thing. Well, people thought, I started to think that it was maybe a little bit set up because he had two shots. He had a right. close shot, and then he had a faraway shot. Yeah, but there, so. everybody's got cameras these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? well, but yeah, also, YouTube. he had a YouTube channel. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought, too. I was like, it seems like he's instigating a lot I of still want to. I still want to get him on my show just because, like, I'm angry, and he's angry. I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, like, make him angry, though. Don't, don't make him, like, I don't like this new Superstar bagel guy, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work. I mean, that's the thing. If he would have jumped, my God, if I it would have been anywhere, and he would have chest bumped me like that, I would have just kicked. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's my hero. There's my hero right there. You there. can't even once the guy's on top, you can't even see the little guy no, anymore. No, no. He disappears. All you see is this guy's bald spot. He hates his wife, and now he's got to listen to this douchebag while he's trying to get bagels. Yeah, he knows what's up. That guy. No, plus you. It's in the morning. They're trying to go to work and right. just get, get your bagels and get out of there. And the oh. guy's like making a big scene. But it must it. suck to be like like four feet or whatever. You know? Be happy. <laughs> be happy about it. Like, look. I got a friend who's a midget, and and he's like yeah, uh, but he's not even a midget. Like I think it's like uh, he's almost like a tweener. Trainer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you can't. We. He's not like he doesn't like people. Don't think he's adorable you like know a what? midget. Dress like a little boy. Wear a Maybe. little suit all the time. Maybe wear a little yeah. suit. And people love be a yeah. chauffeur. Yeah. If you show up to pick me right, up, right? That's a good a idea. Talks you. I'm like. And have like a have like old you sit on telephone books like in the old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 be adorable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you just want to give him snacks. Like that's a, that being you adorable. Throw, you throw M and M's up at him. So <laughs> Uh, he just he, he went the wrong way with it. All right, listen, I love having you here. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks in. for having me. Yep, Thanks for postponing it a day. No problem. Totally worth it. Go see Kevin Brennan. Sidesplitterscomedy.com or 866 